0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to our first episode of what we're calling Backing Up the Vocals. Backing Up the Vocals. Uh, I have a special guest here with us today, Pastor Keenan. Come on, welcome. What's up, what's up? Good to be here, pumped to be here. So glad that you are here today. Thanks for having me. Backing Up the Vocals is something that we are kicking off um, right here, right now, for the very first time. Uh, in history, in history, and basically what this is, what we're doing today, and what we're going to continue to do as we move forward, is look at some of the songs that we play here at Celebration Church on a Sunday morning, yeah. uh, maybe a Wednesday, or maybe even a Thursday, yep. and looking at some of these songs and and looking at the lyrics and diving into what they really mean and backing them up with scripture, backing them up with scripture. Um, I don't know if you know this, but every song that we play here at Celebration Church um, gets approved by our board. And so um, we don't play a song that is not approved by our board. And the reason behind that is because we want to make sure that people are getting connected and understand what we're talking about exactly? Yeah, yeah. And so um, uh, we have an amazing team here uh, who does that, and so we have the honor and privilege to be able to uh, serve uh, alongside them and be able to fulfill, fulfill, excuse me, the vision and the mission of what's happening here at Celebration Church, Without and a doubt. that is exactly um, what we intend to do as we move forward. Yeah. But Pastor Keenan, uh, welcome. Thank you. Once again, uh, Pastor Keenan is the young adult pastor here at celebration church. Give us a a little bit about what you do around here. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So uh, I have like you already said, Pastor
1: Maurice, already said I have the privilege, my wife and I uh, lead our young adult ministry. That basically is anyone from the age of 17 and up. Um, So if you're not Eligible to go to our youth ministry. You are in our ministry. Absolutely. Um, we really gear it towards anybody who might find themselves in college. Um, we meet on Thursday nights. We turn all the way up. It's really kind of almost turned into its own midweek service. Yeah. Obviously, it has a young flair, um, but we have people who are well into their their 40s, 50s. We've had people in their 60s come just on a normal Absolutely. Thursday night um, because the preaching is never tailored towards... A certain demographic or a certain Mm. age audience. Um, We try to just preach the Bible. We uh, have full-blown worship, and it's a great time. And so I'm really excited about this, uh, getting to dive into the theology of what we sing. As Pastor Mauricio was saying, everything is approved by a team. And really what they're they're searching those songs for is to make sure that they line up with Scripture. We don't ever want to sing something that sounds good, but isn't found in the Bible. Um, because whether it's a the really the songs we sing are held to the same standard as the sermons myself, you or Pastor Brandon preach on a Sunday morning absolutely, that we are singing theology, yes, and uh, really, what people are going to leave with they're not gonna leave- re- re- you know reciting pastor Brandon's sermon or my sermon, they're gonna leave humming the songs we sang. Yeah. And if they're going to get stuck in people's head, we want it to be backed up by the Bible. Absolutely. And so that's what we're excited to do here today. I'm pumped to be on here. Thanks for
0: having me, man. Of course, of course. And Pastor Keenan not only does he, uh, him and his wife, uh, do, do they uh, lead the, the the entire young adult ministry here, Pastor Keenan also is on our worship team. So uh, true. So he hops in uh, from time to time on a Sunday morning and he will lead these songs, uh, the congregation, uh, into worship, and so that is one of the reasons why Pastor Keenan is our first guest uh, on this series. Pumped, uh, man. Yeah, I yeah, love bro. Worship. So, so we're gonna dive into it. Let's um, do it. So, the first song um, that we are gonna be looking at today is a song that we actually. Um, we actually dropped. I say dropped because we dropped it for the first time around here at Celebration yeah. Church. It's been we didn't for, write it. but we didn't, we didn't write it, but we dropped it around here. Uh, it's been out for a little bit. Uh, it's titled The Best is Yet to Come. The Best is Yet to Come. Such a great song. Uh, yeah, a song uh, by uh, North... Point Worship, uh, a beautiful song that has such amazing lyrics. And if you were here on Sunday, um, it was the very first song that we um, that we uh, sang. Um, Pastor Keenan was the very first person to actually lead it here at Celebration Church. Um, how did you feel leading it? I felt
1: great, man. I'm not gonna lie. It's a yeah. bit. It's a bit Uh huh. And so when you're on stage, you know, you're trying to remember how everything goes. But yeah, yeah, thankfully, yeah. Um, it's all stuff that is uh, super impactful. And I think when something's impactful, it becomes easier. Easier to remember, mm. and uh, I love it. It's a song that is rich in theology, but it's also rich in melody. It's rich in just that shake your guts feeling. I mean, it's it's one of those get up and go songs. Um, and so you know, we love the worship songs. We yes. love you know, by worship we mean the slower, deep, you yes. know, more emotional. But those anthem songs, those anthemic songs, those ones that we're kind of kicking off a service with. Um, when you can find one that you know does all of that. You found something gold, man. Absolutely. And I think we found some gold here.
0: I think we did. I think we did. As a matter of fact, I know we did. And so we're excited to continue to move forward with this song. Yeah. Um, Not only on Sundays, but we'll be thrown into the mix for young adults. Without a doubt. um, And for youth. Um, Our youth need to hear this song also. So... um, Pastor Keenan, could you explain maybe just a little bit about the song "The Best Is Yet to Come"? Um, a little bit behind it. What are your thoughts on on what's written in the lyrics? Yeah, um, I, honestly, I, what, what a good song
1: does is the title gives it away. Absolutely, and uh, the song really is about looking to the future with the promises of God as as your lens right Mm. um as the character of god as your lens as the scriptures as your lens i think there's lots of things you can look through when you look to the future there's lots of lenses that we can look through um and what i love is that the bible is not you know it's not coining this idea that the world you know that the world came up with and trying to adopt it really positivity is a biblical thing.
0: Mm, Anyone
1: yeah. who is is positive—that that's a very biblical thing to be. Um, and a lot of times, I think people of faith can get a bad rap because, you know, people are like, oh, you're just so positive. For sure. You're just trying to, you're just burying your head in the sand. You know, you're escaping reality, ignoring reality. Um, And really, faith is not about ignoring reality. It's about factoring God into your reality. (sighs) That's what it's about. Faith factors God in. It doesn't ignore the situation. It doesn't ignore the diagnosis. It doesn't ignore the fact that, you know, your bank account is in the red or you know a a bill is passed due or a loved one won't talk to you it factors god into that and that's Mm -hmm. what i love is that you know this song specifically talks about anxiety being present it talks about doubt being present it talks about you know all of these things that would bog us down being present but that God when we inject him into the situation somehow he allows us to rise to the top and so inject
0: uh, him into the situation come on man if you're taking notes write that down
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just yeah I love it and so it's really exciting you know one of the scriptures that comes to my mind when we're dealing with this because we want to take you to the Bible today yes we do um, is Romans chapter 14 and verse 23 Uh, the last little portion of it says this I'm, I'm literally reading from my Bible, it says this, for whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. Mm. Whatever doesn't proceed, whatever doesn't come from faith is sin. This wow. means that choosing to be a pessimist is choosing to step in sin. Wow. That when you choose to look at the future and fa- and, and you do not factor God into it, you are stepping in sin. Now, the good news is that Jesus has forgiven us of all of our sin, past, present, and future. So I don't want there to be any condemnation attached to that, but we still ought to call sin, sin. For sure. We don't want to step into it. And I think we don't realize sometimes when we are choosing to be pessimistic, when we are choosing to act like our glory days are behind us, Mm. when we choose to act like all the miracles God has ever done are in our past, we are stepping in sin because the truth is, Our Bible says this, that God is the same yesterday, today, and and forever. If he ever did a miracle for you in the past, if he ever did a miracle for anyone in the past, he'll do it for you today and he'll do it for you tomorrow. So whatever it doesn't come from faith is sin. And this song that we're looking at today is a song of faith saying the best is yet to come. Even though, you know, we, we've got all these other ideas, even wow. though there's all these other thoughts about what the future might look like. I mean, at the recording of this, it's 2022. There's talk of another pandemic. There's talk, there's talk of all these other things. But we as the church have been given the authority through faith to look at the future and come say, on. I don't got to be afraid of you, sir. The best is yet to come. Whew.
0: My goodness preach it come on and this is why you want to come to young adults on thursday (laughs) 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 because this man spits fire literally every single week it's just the scripture i read it for you it's the scripture oh my gosh so beautifully said thank um, you my goodness um one of the things that I, I, I kind of want to look into the lyrics specifically, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite parts, uh, one of my favorite lines actually is this line right here. If you heard the song or if you've, um, you know, you've taken a look at the lyrics, you know that there's uh, there's a section, a part that says, as it says, um, it says, I know you won't let me go. I know you won't let me go. And I know that, per, that sounds kind of basic, you know, to some. It may sound like, of course, God is not going to let us go. Right? Um, that, you know... He's not gonna, but the truth is, this is that not everybody believes that. Sadly, they don't. Sadly, I'll be honest. Um, before I attended Celebration Church back in 2015, my theology, my my mind of the scriptures were were totally different. And if I'm gonna be honest, the reason why, if I'm gonna be honest, Pastor Keenan is because I never dove into the book myself. Dang. I never dove into the book myself. I always went off of what everybody else said. I think a lot of people out there that are listening to this can relate with that. Mm, mm. So I want to encourage you: dive into the book. There's a, a, a that lyric. I know you won't let me go. It reminds me of a scripture found in uh, Deuteronomy chapter 31, uh, picking up in verse eight, uh, where, where Moses tells Joshua. He says this. It says this. It says it. It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. He will not leave you or forsake you. And I hope that encourages you today because I'll be honest, for many years, even growing up as a kid in the church, I always had in my head or in my mind this lie. Now that I know it is a lie, that God would just peace out on me. Yeah, like he would. He was just done with me. You know, the moment um, that maybe something slipped out of my mouth that wasn't supposed to, or the moment that this happened to that, it was like God. God was just like, I'm done with you. You know, I felt like that. Which honestly, when I finally took a look at the scriptures for myself, I realized that that was bogus. Bogus. That wasn't true at all. Yeah. And so that's why I love this line is in this song that I know you won't let me go because it reminds me that man, regardless of what I've done in the past, Jesus isn't holding it over my head. Come on and he's looking at me with future yeah and that there is hope for my future and Without the best is yet to come yeah um what what, what is one of pastor Kino, what is one of your favorite lines i would say it's found it's
1: the very first line of the second chorus i think it's the okay. second chorus or not second chorus. excuse me second verse second verse okay. um yeah, yeah. second verse it, it says this um i know you make the anxious courageous Ooh. that was probably my favorite line in the whole song among many um but i honestly think say it one more time I, say it slowly slowly oh i know you make the anxious courageous Oof, love it. so good and here's it the is. reason i really loved that is because um we deal with anxiety mm. especially um in 2022 as we were already saying and whatever year you're watching this i'm yeah. sad to have dated it but um you know we <laughs> we all on sh- one shape, form, or fashion, or another, have dealt with anxiety. Yeah. We all have. And the Bible speaks about anxiety a, a lot. I mean, you, know, you read uh, the book of Judges. We look at the life of Gideon. Mm. I mean, man, was he an anxious guy. Um, and whenever he finally let the Lord in, the Bible says this, that God put Gideon on. And it doesn't mean he, he put his hand on him. Literally, if you go in the original language, it means he put him on like a coat. He put Ooh. him on like a glove. You know, whenever I'm preaching at I YA, love, I, love say I it. always say, God put me on like yeah, a glove. That it. idea comes straight from the story of Gideon. That's awesome. Um, but really the verse that comes to my mind for this is not one that is is typical. Maybe you've never even heard it, but it's Psalm 94, verse 19. It says this, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. Mm. When anxiety was great, not even I just had a little anxiety. God could kind of help me out with a little anxiety. Right. But when anxiety was great within me, your consolation, not my own consolation, not the consolation I dug up within the, the deep recesses of my soul, but God's consolation mm. brought my soul rest. It brought joy to my soul. And I think that's one of the things that we've got to remember is that anxiety is not the end of the story. More than likely, anxiety is always how the story starts. And most of us allow the story to end with anxiety. And and in, in the scripture, this lyric this' not a lyric it's a verse yeah. it starts with anxiety it doesn't end with anxiety mm. anytime the scriptures start talking about anxiety it, it it starts with anxiety but it ends with something completely different and that's the way we so d- we, we flip it we allow our lives to end in anxiety mm. and I just wanted to let you know that God makes the anxious courageous mm. the same lyric that we sung he can turn the most you know afraid anxious ridden person Gideon and judges who's you know camping out in a wine press trying to hide from the call of God on his life and God makes him one of the greatest men of God to be used wow. in the bible um, he was the weakest in Ma- the tribe of manasseh right um he was he was he was the lowest of the low and God used him in a mighty way because God m- turns anxiety into courage but Oof. only God can do that religion can't do that wow church attendance can't do that. Just memorizing the Bible for memorizing the Bible's sake can't do that. Mm.
0: Only God can take your anxiety and turn it into courage. So so good. My goodness. Uh, Another lyric that I want to look at is, is, is another lyric that is one of my favorite that, that says a line it says, I believe that he gives second chances. Yeah. I believe that he gives second chances. Um, Man, I, I I I love this scripture. It takes me back to the story in Luke chapter fifteen. You you, you know yes, where we're going? Yes. Um, Come on. The story of the prodigal son. The the story of the wasteful son. Uh, if you know, you know the son. He, he he asks his dad for his inheritance early. Yeah. Uh, pretty much saying, Dad, I'm done with you. Give me my money. Yeah. Uh, he he goes off, squanders the money, finds himself feeding some pigs, and finds himself longing to eat. Yeah. From the pigs' food, yeah, come and on. in that moment, he's uh, he's realized. The Bible says that he comes to his senses. He comes come to his senses, and I want to pick up here in Luke chapter fifteen, um, verse twenty, and it says this: "It says, and he arose and came to his father, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him come on. and felt compassion." Yeah. His father saw him and felt compassion. I don't know about you, but to me, that sounds like a second chance. It is a second chance. He saw him and felt compassion. You know, we, you know, if you've been around here um, long enough, we've, we've kind of broken down this story from time to time. Um, but if you haven't, I want to explain just real quick that the father saw him from a long way off. That's a big deal. Yeah, it is. It's a big deal. Why? Because it shows us that the father was waiting. Yes. The father wasn't inside hanging out with his buddies. He wasn't, he wasn't else. no, no. The, the father was at the porch come looking on. Yeah. day after day, time, moment after moment, waiting and hoping to see if his son would come back. Yes. And that is exactly what happened. And when he did, it says this, and he ran and embraced him and kissed him. Come on. He ran, embraced him. And kissed him, and, I, and 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 that just shows me a beautiful picture of what God does for us. Amen. He does for us. I believe that God is not just a God of a second chance, but He's a God of another chance I was, and another chance. Come on, where you, where you, where you, where you, where that's where my mind is yeah, going. Please, please take over.
1: To... No, that's just where my mind is going. Is is that? Here's the cool thing. I don't know if you've ever thought about it like this, but when when you sin to when God gives you another chance uh-huh. to Him, it's a second chance mm. because my Bible says he remembers your sin no more. Oof. So he doesn't even remember giving you the last chance. So wow. to him, this is your second That's chance, so son. Good. To you, it's another chance. <laughs> to him, it's a second chance because he already forgot the last time he gave you that second Woo! chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But literally, I, I want to read please, this to you. Hebrews be. chapter eight, verse uh, 12, it says this, for I will be merciful toward their iniquities and I will remember their sins no, no more. more. I'll remember their sin no more. God is a God of for us, it's another chance to him. It's a second chance and it'll always be there. You know, I don't know about you, but I'm not on my second chance right now. I'm on my like, (laughs) 50,000th <laughs> chance. That's putting it You're preaching to all of us, yeah. We're all on our 50,000th chance. Absolutely. Chance. And the good news is God will always be there to be the helping hand. God is not a hand saying, how dare you? Let me hit you. Let me smite you. God is a, a God saying, let me carry you if need be. Mm. Let me lead you by the hand. Let my word be a, a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Let me be the guiding light. And that's what I love about this song is, You know, it's talking about the hope that we have in Mm. Jesus. You know, Jesus, he calls the Holy Spirit the comforter. Mm. In John chapter 14 and verse 26, he does it again in John 15, 26. It's easy to remember because they're both both 26. But he says, you know, the comforter is going to come. And when he does, he'll remind you of the things that I've taught you. Mm. You know, Jesus wouldn't have sent us a comforter unless we would go through times that weren't comfortable. Wow. That's the whole point of a comforter is because he knows there will be times yeah. when it's uncomfortable. And that is why we have the comforter so that we can, with the help of the comforter, look to our future and say, the best
0: is yet to come. Yes. So good. My goodness. Pastor Kenan, thank you so much for Thanks joining for us me, today. Thanks for having uh, me. Our very first episode come on. of... Behind, backing the vocals there we go sorry you put me on the spot I backing the, the I, vocals i put you on the spot because i forgot <laughs> backing the vocals the very first episode if it's you okay. don't know we literally called pastor brandon <laughs> right before, right before this. this and approved that so approved B- that title um, but yeah. yeah you have a better memory than me so. i don't know about that it's the holy spirit <laughs> the comforter yes he helped me Ooh, come on Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today for our very first episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you got something out of it. Our hope and our prayer is that you are reminded that everything that we sing, that we declare is straight from Scripture. We love you guys so much. Pastor Ken, thank you again for for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me. Love you guys. We
0: love you guys. We'll see y'all soon.